Today on Parent Time, we talk YouTube with Australia's very own online phenomena, Debbie Doo, on Benny Asking People Questions. My next guest basically makes any version of online success I may have had seem like a lukewarm instant coffee bought in a truck stop. Her online views and followers have casually left the thousands in its wake and have reached the millions with a staggering flow of new content. She is a pioneer in this new frontier and one that has surely created the blueprint for all of us to follow. Her signature look, sound and image have made her one of our unsung greatest child entertaining exports and I am really a little bit overwhelmed and <laughs> and a little bit lost here today um, to, to welcome the one and only Debbie Do. Hello. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you. What a wonderful intro. My goodness. Yeah, well, that's, that's I kind of make that my thing. Everyone, yeah. everyone gets the intro they deserve. Oh, who, where, how did this begin? I know that's an enormous <laughs> question, but like how, like how long ago did, did this idea first jump into your head? So I've always been a songwriter and a singer and I was over in the UK mostly, um, you know, kind of doing my thing and, and um, <clears throat> I, I enjoy the music industry, but I found it really tricky. I found that I didn't have the personality for the music industry in a sense that you know I wasn't this um you know uh I just it's really hard to say I kind of just had this wonderful feeling that I wanted to do something really good in the world and and getting into the music industry in the adult sense you know you have to sing about lots of depressing things Mm. and breakups and and then there's the whole, you know, sexy element and all that. That never sat right with me at all and I really didn't like it at all. So I sort of accidentally, I was a session singer and I was working in shows and always songwriting and then I accidentally fell into a children's show in London. And, oh, my goodness, oh, I was actually... The this, awakening. This, it was an awakening. This one show... Uh, we do two sets for the kids and then the last set was for the adults which was you know which was good but the two sets for the kids I just I think by that stage I mean I was working six seven nights a week so I was pretty tired but I just imagined I couldn't believe how much energy I got and how much and how rewarding it was and how interactive the kids were and their faces and they were so excited and so genuine and authentic and just I absolutely loved it. So I'd never forgot about it. Mm. What and was the age group? Sorry for that. The Do you age remember? group it, it was it was from young because it was um, on the um, in the UK we were sort of doing these big holiday centres. So we were travelling from holiday mm. centres, and some of these holiday centres in the UK hold like two thousand people. They're huge. So you'd have all different ages. But I found um, yeah. So you've got the little ones right up to even teens. Um, and I learned so much. I did. I, I worked for that show for about six months, and it was about six or seven, seven times a week. So that's where I kind of came up with the idea to do music that was incredibly movement orientated mm. and incredibly interactive. Because there was a couple of things that happened in that show that really cemented. I think, even though I wasn't thinking about mm. it at the time, that made me think, "Wow, there's there's something so wonderful in this." Alright everybody, it's time to clean up and pack away. 
fast forward a few years, I um, ended up, I was headed towards the West End, but then I fell pregnant with my son and I didn't know I was pregnant. So we kind of came back to Australia yep. and all of a sudden I'm a new mum. Mm. At one point I'm, you know, travelling around the world singing and, and all this. And then I'm like, oh my goodness. But then watching as my son grew and seeing the impact of music on him, I went, oh. So I thought, okay, so what am I going to do? This skill, I'm a, you know, a classically trained singer. I'm, you know, I've got all this, um, this is what I've worked at my whole life. But then I think you don't have that ability to fast forward mm. and go, one day this skill isn't really going to serve you, especially when you become, when you start a family. So mm. obviously nights were out. There's no way you can have that kind of well, lifestyle. Did you, did you entertain still staying in that industry? Well, sorry, in, I, what, uh, grown up music industry yeah, 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 a, a, yeah. as a new mum or did no, it just I wasn't happening? No, that was it. I found it to be, I mean, oh gosh, I don't know if I should tell these stories, but you know, what I was forced to wear, how I was forced mm. to act, <laughs> I remember one show. Um, they were they were making me sing that song. <laughs> uh, do you remember that song? Um, I'm horny. Do you remember that song? Yes. I'm horny, yeah. horny, yeah, horny, yeah. horny. Yep. And one. I used to always. They used to make me have to do that song. And they used to say, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, mm. act the part. And of course, I never could mm. because I just felt so ridiculously mm. uncomfortable. So I used to get these little horns, and I used to little put little horns on my head and mm. sing it and turn it into a kind of dinosaur yeah. sort of theme. And of they're looking at me like, "That's really yeah. not and what we were going for." That's how it all began. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Chocolate, I hear you say. I scream like I eat it every day. It was really it was really hard to because in the UK my songs were getting quite well known mm. but they had this kind of plan and I just didn't like it at mm. all so then when I became a mum then of course you completely yeah. change <laughs> like that is so far away from um, so I actually ended up approaching a dance school I was like what am I going to do now I, you know um, and I approached a dance school and I said, um, would you be interested in sort of like a parent-child classes and I can facilitate them and I can run them. So she was absolutely fabulous. She was wonderful. And she said, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So I worked with her. She um, gave me her space. It was a huge dance school. She gave me her space and we sort of kind of struck up a partnership. And then I did this trial class of, um, you know, parent, child, toddler, child yep. class. And it was so packed because obviously the first class was free. And um, <laughs> so it was really packed. But then when it came time to enrol, yeah. literally <laughs> no two one. people came yeah. back and I was devastated. And I said to Cheryl, I'm so sorry I wasted your time. I'm really, and she said, no. Yeah, two's is great. Two's great. What are you talking about? Someone this, came back. Yes, exactly right. And she had this foresight and she, she said no. And then we ended up getting to a point where I was, you know, doing all the nursery rhymes mm. and I was doing all that. But it started to really build, but I realised that I was running out of material. 
So I was running out of material in a sense of what, what am I going to do in these classes? So, so these classes were, at this stage, you were looking at them as this was going to be the thing you were going to build up and be yeah. the new career. Yeah. So it wasn't just something like, I'll do this no, until... No, it, it was like I, you know, I had this... I had this wonderful way with parents. I had a wonderful way with kids because I've genuinely always um, had a lot of time for kids. Mm. They're just, you know, I've always really had a connection. Um, so I was looking at this as, so it was um, called Sing With Me and I was going to eventually build it up and start franchising it out to some of the schools and the dance schools and yep. all that sort of thing. So, and it was only when, but then my enrolments, we started to build, 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 and it was getting really busy, but then it started to drop a little bit. And I think it was because I was running out of content and I didn't really want to sort of just continue to, to use stuff that kind of wasn't mine. So I just sat back on my piano and I wrote, let's start jump mm. in literally 10 minutes. Um, but it's all the time that it took of the years yeah, of and years course. of songwriting to be able to do that in 10 so minutes. 10 minutes of the piano <laughs> yeah, and 35 yeah, 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 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I started at 11. So, <laughs> intensely yeah. concentrating on music yeah, and children. Yeah. Exactly. That was it, yeah. <laughs> so I introduced my songs into the class and, oh, my gosh, it just went. My, my enrolments tripled. Um, Wow. literally tripled we at one point Cheryl came to me and she said never in my time have I seen this we had lines out the door literally lines really? out the door yeah for the music my daughter had come along as well so we, I sat down and just used her as my gauge as well to see you know when toddlers mm. start spinning yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. you know when they do that spin you know you've got something yep. there when they yeah. start spinning <laughs> and that, and then that was it so I started just printing out some albums and selling them they were selling out in my class and and I was only selling them for ten dollars but it was such a buzz to yeah. see them sell oh, yeah. like you know 20 you know I was like oh wow they're all lining up and I thought this is there's something here did, did, did the did the the, the popularity of the classes, I mean, was it as overnight as you suggest? I mean, was it was it was it, was, it, was it a pretty quick turnaround? It was pretty quick. It was in a, in a course in a three years. So mm. three years to to have built up like mm. that. And we ended up doing a musical as well. So we did um, we used my music and did a musical, and that sold out. Mm. And this was before Debbie Do. Mm. So it was just really based on the music, just using the dancers and all that sort of thing, and just using the dance school as the resource. Um, and so then it got to a point where it was it was there and it was it was all going really well. But I don't know how that kind of transition came from doing Sing with Me and going to franchise <laughs> it out, you know, yeah. to to all of a sudden yeah. this this character came to be. Well, I do know how it happened. Because I guess, I mean, my immediate thing about what I hear when you're running classes and things like that, I mean, it must have also just been quite physically exhausting i mean mm. it, it's, it sounds it's one thing to be busy organizing yourself yeah but you're now 
trying to run this thing that a lot of other people, like a lot of other people, are now relying on and waiting yeah, for. Yeah, I mean that, that just and as a, as a parent, yeah, that's that was it just was, exhausting. Yeah, it was quite exhausting. Um, I think too when you start something from scratch as well. Like mm. the one thing I haven't done, and I haven't done that online either, is I haven't taken the cookie cutter approach. I haven't sort of looked at it and I probably should have (laughs) sometimes I think I should have yes because clearly it's not working (laughs) I think I think you need to uh reassess your approach Debbie no no (laughs) I think if I would have actually put I, I I did it from the heart straight from the heart and sometimes that is a really good thing but sometimes it's not because you're you're impulsive you're not impulsive impulsive in a good way but you know, I sometimes think, gosh, if I was looking around what other people were doing and how they were structuring it and all that sort of stuff, I probably could have saved myself a lot of... But no, it, it, it was it was, it, it was exhausting to a sense that getting to, to writing it and recording it and doing all that plus being a mum of young kids, mm. but it was just so wonderful. But at one point we were doing about eight classes a week, so mm. the demand was just huge. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. And I had so many amazing experiences there, especially with special needs kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what's continued my journey with um, children uh, with special and additional needs mm-hmm. as well. So you're doing sold-out dance lessons and classes. Yep. You're selling the CD pretty well for ten dollars, dollars and, yeah. and and maybe in the back of your mind thinking, oh, I should make them fifteen. <laughs> you yes. spent three years yeah. doing it, mm. and so you went. You know what would be great now is to stop and it, put it all online. <laughs> is that is that kind of what happened? And and if it did, was it over yeah. breakfast or lunch? That you made that entire life-shifting decision, <laughs> or was it on oh the way to gosh. get groceries or something? Or it was a it was a couple of things. Um, it was mainly because we we had to leave the Gold Coast, so we had gone to the Gold Coast to so we were sort of because my son was unplanned. Mm. We kind of came back to Melbourne and I was like, well, I want to go. I'm, I'm from Sydney, but I grew up on the Gold Coast and I've always had such a connection to the Gold Coast. So I wanted to stay on the Gold Coast, but there was reasons why we couldn't quite stay on the Gold Coast, a whole host of reasons. Sure. So I think that was one of the main things I knew that I had to yep. leave the Gold Coast. And then coming to Melbourne, I just couldn't ever imagine ever being connected to somebody as amazing as as the people that I was with on the coast like I was quite so sad to leave them because they were just amazing wonderful people so so even from the perspective that you had a bigger plan to franchise this idea out when you first began yeah given an opportunity now to start it up again in another city Mm. to to essentially see if you could transplant you, you chose to not I, do yeah, it. Yeah, I chose not to do it. It was interesting. I kind of, it's sort of, so as we were leaving the Gold Coast, I think it was meeting a producer that I used to work with in a show. So I was, before I went to London, I was, you know, a, a, a full-on working singer. And um, I was in a, it was in a great show in Sydney. And I'd met up with him again. He'd moved to the Gold Coast. 
and I played him. He said, what are you up to now? And I said, and I played him the music and he just said to me, he said, this music is going to one day be heard by millions. He literally said that to me. He mm. said, one day this music is going to be heard by millions, but this is what you need to do. And I thought, oh, and he said, you need to wear a wig. He was the one that gave me that mm. advice. You need to wear a wig, you need to make it colourful, uh, you need to be easily identifiable, you need to call yourself something that, um, you know, young kids will be able to mm. say easily, yeah. which duh, 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 is duh, quite duh, duh, easy yeah. to... Duh and Bert. And Bert and duh. So, yeah, he sort of planted the seed, actually. Wow. <laughs> he planted the seed. So I went to... Does he just occasionally drive past <laughs> and just shout... <laughs> I told you so or something every now and then or Sometimes I'm happy Sometimes I'm sad Sometimes I'm frustrated Feeling bad Well as it grows as it grows I think um oh definitely he's he he definitely planted the seed he really did. Wow. Um, and he said, and one day you're going to be so happy that you wore a wig. You are going to be so happy that you're able to step into a character. Yeah, um, step out. And step out. When you need to. Yeah. So, wow, so that's pretty insightful. Great, yeah, great, great advice. I was, very, um, I was very lucky to have that. So I went to the wig shop. Wow. Looked at some wigs. Is it the same wig or have you had multiple versions since? I have had... Or is this ruining the illusion? <laughs> Just so you know, no children really listen to this. I, so I don't think. I don't think you're going to fool any parents. Um, I have had a few, but I do need another one, and I'm sort of yeah. It's uh, yeah. I, I do need another one, and it's it's tricky. I wish at the time I knew, or if I had that foresight to go. <laughs> you would one day. Ten. I would have bought ten. Let them think the lady wanted to give me the pigtails I was like no mm. I I want to mm. be a character that can that can age mm. I want to be a character that is almost like a kind of funky teacher I'm not a teeny bopper mm. this isn't what Debbie Doo is um, Debbie Doo is more like a facilitator mm. she's a mum you know she um, so I was really yeah I'm really glad I made that decision not to go because I've seen a few performers with you know the the pigtails and that's great but I think I'm glad I didn't go for that. I'm glad I went for the, the, the wig that I went for. I'm incredibly fortunate to be joined by Christian also, who is <laughs> the, uh, I don't say mastermind, but you are definitely the other half of this whole. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, definitely. I'm definitely probably more the technical side to yes. Debbie's creative side. Well, it, we're just talking about coming up with the wig and coming up with, I know the wig is a very simplistic way of looking at the whole world you've created, but I guess with any children's artist you know there is that suggestion to come up with something that is recognizable and recognizable repeatedly over yeah. and over again how difficult is that 
because once you've created something, you've kind of got to sit with it mm. and you've got to hold on to it and you and you have to work really hard not to yeah. step out of it. Yeah. Now, particularly from a creative, yeah. uh, from the, the, the technical side of things, uh, Christian, mm. is that tricky because the more you learn, the more you want to do mm. and the more you want to try, but you have to kind of go... Yeah, it, that's actually a really, really good question, and I think one of the Thanks. challenges Thanks. that absolutely uh, <laughs> one of the big challenges I think that faces um, people in this space today is the amount that you need to absorb skill-wise. I think gone are the times where you have huge teams around you, all with their own discipline and their expertise. Um, and these days, you know, I find myself <laughs> in this business doing everything from music editing, um, video editing, lighting, sound. Uh, web design, you know, just everything under the sun. So, look, it definitely has a set of challenges, but it's a lot of fun and it's dynamic. Mm. And there's always new things to learn. But what about, Benny, were you more so going on, was your question more so um, as your expertise grows, mm. how do you keep it, is it hard to keep it simple? Yeah, or yeah. I guess I guess, do you want to do more, more. or want to try So, And yeah. I also imagine from the... Because you're the writer of the material mainly, mm. but are you recording or are you doing the majority of the recording, Christian? Yeah, Is absolutely. That... So it's a in-house shop here, really. Yeah. So we do everything from all our video work to our post-production to the whole thing is basically done internally. Um, and so that must be hard to not want to extend yourself because there is an enormous amount of content. I mean, just the albums alone, there's like 80 odd tracks or yeah. something just on the albums I mean after after 80 you know more than tracks <laughs> you'd be amazed how often the person on the other side has said that to me go I did what but um but as an artist your your immediate want would be to uh, progress to yeah. go to another step but you yeah. not and I don't think trapped is a fair word but yeah. you are beholden to this pre-created idea that you that has millions of people watching and they're expecting something is that really hard to keep yourselves contained in that world yeah and that's why when we're we are we're not now like we we've we've done youtube now and we've been content creators yeah yeah yeah, so Mm. we've we've done that and i think for us it's been about establishing that digital presence because the digital's presence is really, it's, it's just super important mm. because it gives you obviously a presence in hopefully your home country, but also overseas. On the banks of a river in Kakadu, there lived a crocodile and kookaburra too. They were a funny pair who really liked to jam. With a banjo trumpet and a fish named Little Sam, they sang the Wordland So now we are getting to the point where we are now ready to bring the brand and bring Debbie Do into the real world. Mm. And yeah, this right. is where it's getting exciting. So we have. I wish we could mention names yet, but we can't until all the documents are signed. No, and before you get to any of that, I'm sorry, you're saying this is now where it gets exciting? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, seriously? (laughs) Well, to be be honest with you, I've been finding that, and I think it happened uh, literally about a couple of of weeks ago. So I still do some um, work in schools. And I went in and they had my content on the whiteboard during primary singing. And I was listening to the kids sing and I was listening to them dance and they were so excited and I just felt so 
um, amazed watching them. Mm. And being a part of that, they didn't know it was me, obviously, because nobody knows. Mm. All they see is that. And, and, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what I kind of realised was that although creating videos is fun, it's just to a camera. So I'm not getting mm. the energy. I'm not hearing the laughter unless I see fan videos or someone sends me in something. Mm. I'm not getting seeing the which, fruits which of I my do work. feel is is is, is yeah. literally 50% of performing with children yeah, is, 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 is having and particularly with your exactly. particularly with the stuff that you do which you sort of touched on before when you talk talked about the dance classes is it's so it is about response it is yeah. it's such interactive stuff it's that if, so if you're not having anything interact yeah. well then is that Christian, is that a pretty tricky thing to try to get a look of if, if you're trying to create something that you want a child to engage yes. with intimately? Yeah. How do you do that when you know it's just going to be on a screen? Yeah, well, we've tried lots of different things. So obviously yep. we make our videos very engaging. We've used lots of new media, like we've tried some live streaming recently um, to try and connect with our fans around the world. Mm -hmm. So you tend to have those super fans that really want to spend half an hour with you. Yeah. Um, and we've done some live shows where um, Debbie Do has basically taken them on a journey through learning the alphabet or yeah. a nursery rhymes or all kinds of things. And that gives the kids a chance to be able to ask mm. questions through their parents, obviously, yeah, make requests. Right. And that's one way that we've explored it. Um, but all we can really do is try and make the videos as dynamic as we can yeah. and yeah. then a lot of it without, relies on fan videos yeah. and responses. And without, look, it's a real, it's, it's, it is really tricky because we've, we've had to kind of keep an audience engaged um, on, on, you know, online now. There is, there is, as you know, there is so much. There is so much online. There is, um, you know... So I think just staying staying true to to what's that? Staying true to who you are, and not trying to. Um, oh, I can't I don't really know what I'm saying here. I'm kind of know what I'm saying. Yeah. Here. So I think what you're saying is you've got to believe in your own process yeah. rather than yeah, try to compare yeah. yourself to the, what's yeah. going on around yeah. you. Because for us, I guess for live action too. I mean, we're up against animation mm. now, and mm. and it's inundated with animation. Mm. And how can you compete with a baby with a baby with a, a head the size of, you know, a, a huge head? And you mm. know, you can't you can't compete. wearing a suit. Yeah, wearing a suit and all these things that <laughs> anima animation good. can do. I mean, mm. they can go into space. They can go here. They can go yeah. everywhere. So um, you can't compete with that. Mm. You really can't. I mean, they've got the, the everything about it, which is which is wonderful. It's another it's another great thing to be celebrated, but as live for live action, it's it's a little bit different. Mm. Getting back to that whole idea of being, you know, trying to keep to yourself and keeping to that that sort of main frame of Debbie Do. Two questions from that. The first one is, how? What do you have? Another outlet? Do you have something that allows you to explore? Because if you're a creative person, you're a creative person. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't just mean, you know, I'm a builder, so I just build sandcastles. You 
yeah. want to build other things. I mean, yeah. what do you have between the two of you? Do you have quiet <laughs> side projects or do you find yourselves wanting to go, let's just go make a short film or <laughs> yeah, yeah, something? Yeah, I mean, do you have another yeah. place to put your your passions yeah so you can explore yes <laughs> yes yeah. i do and i'm yeah. not going to yeah. talk about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no okay, i definitely we'll leave that there. no i definitely do um <laughs> i i think while i was while i was doing because as you know being you've done you've done books you've done poetry mm. you've done music it's all under the same umbrella it's all under the one umbrella mm. and i think it's nice every now and then to make that and of course switch. you do have the book yes you've got yeah. the book that you wrote well that was that that was just kind of like dipping my my sort of my, my toe in the water really um you know for me writing is really important um so i've have written a novel so I've written a novel and that is something that I kind of continue to just yep. plug away at. Yeah, sure. So it's exciting. It's had a lot of yeah. um, interest from publishers and wow. stuff like that. Um, it's a little bit older though. It's not for the preschool market. So it's more sort of um, uh, middle school, upper, yep. upper middle school. Um, so that's something that I kind of retreat to every now and then and I get lost in that world that I've created. Yeah, sure. Sense. So yeah, it's important. And and you, Christian, do you have like a, you know, like a quiet death metal band or something? Yeah, there? yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I'm always out on the weekends. Talk to. Yeah. Um, no, look for me, it's really my whole passion really comes down to technology. It always has been. So yeah. I normally go home and I have my little tech out sessions. So mm. just in case I haven't had enough while I'm here. Yeah. I tend to just go <laughs> if you home. Have a tech mm. issue, sometimes Deb's questions me the difference between what I'm your... doing at home and what I'm actually doing at work. Do you have your own green screen yeah. hanging up in your kitchen yeah. just while you're cooking? Coming, coming up with potential future blogs, to, uh, which I never managed to do. So I'm yeah. definitely a behind the camera kind of person. Yeah. Um, but no, it's really, I mean, this job is consuming. So Debbie and I, we raise a family together. Yeah. We yeah. work full time together. Um, and obviously, the job is huge in terms of the hours we need to put in to get the content out and to produce content. So a lot of it really is just getting home and just relaxing and spending yeah. time with family. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, and that's the key thing. I think we get home and just focus on family and mm. focus on that that time. Um, and the rest of the time's here. Um, whoever said working for yourself is easy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely rewarding, but it's absolutely you've got to put the hours in. See, I've gone the complete opposite yeah. thing. I, I have a boss, yeah. but I just work at my own pace. Yeah. So I kind of work for myself, <laughs> yeah. but someone else pays me. Yeah, and they're good. really unhappy about it. Yeah. But <laughs> Froggy went a calling and he did ride with a sword and pistol by his side. The other part of that question was if you're with such a massive worldwide audience, as you saw that audience grow, and I don't know how quickly it grew, but as you watched it grow, did it alter how you thought you should present yourself? Or does it go back to what you were saying before, Debbie, about we just stayed, this is what we do, and the audience came to you? Yeah, sometimes... Look, sometimes you do feel like you need to alter. You think because obviously, you know, um, being being on a on a on a platform like YouTube, especially, you know, it, it loves trending content. Yep. There's no doubt about mm. it. Um, so you and I guess in a way to to have had the success that we've had um, with the songs for non-trending songs mm. was a little bit. I think um, quite amazing. 
because you know um, it, that's the platform. It's it's trending. It's it's unfortunately sometimes you have to go. You know what what am I going to what am I going to produce? And it's really hard to produce something that you put so much into. And if it's potentially not trending, it could go straight to the video graveyard. So mm -hmm. it's a really it's a really hard thing to to kind of. You know, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, it, it is hard, and I think that's yeah. one of the challenges of the online world. Obviously, yeah. the scale of these digital platforms mm -hmm. is huge, so um, they obviously have to rely on some kind of technology to to uh, be able to come up with the videos that they're going to suggest. So yeah. for us, it's always been a balance between you know um, creating content that is popular and also yeah, then and well hopefully known. introducing content to our audience that's unique that Debbie's written. Um, and there's a real balance there that you need yeah. to strike. And I think there's a and risk that's for a lot of people on the platform that you can end up going down a path of a just following home. this endless content cycle. Yeah, yeah. the algorithm, um, yeah. And for us, obviously, we think we've struck that balance incredibly well. And all the content that we do that um, is potentially more well-known, they tend to be things like nursery rhymes. Yeah. Other things that are fun, they've still got um, a really positive message. And, of course, what Debbie does, which is great, is she creates everything um, to be 100% her own. So everything, yeah. regardless of what yeah. she does, there'll be you know a very identifiable Debbie do part to it. Yeah. And I think that's the key is just maintaining that identity through all your content. Mm. So creating a door for the house—that's a good. That's the kind of analogy mm. that I always think about. Um, you know, sometimes you need to create that door, mm. and that's what I think we sort of did because you know we were travelling really well with the original stuff. Um, and then we, we were like, okay, so we need to start to branch out to doing some more um, well-known stuff that, mm -hmm. that people know and that there's a lot of search for. And then obviously people see that, it's suggested, and then they go, well, what else yeah, has right. Debbie so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a catalyst to get yeah, to the stuff to that get, you want to, to share. Yeah, exactly. Correct, yeah. Um, so how much of the content, the individual content that you create, is dictated by what you'd like to wear? <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't get like, that do you question. kind of find yourself going, I just found the most amazing construction outfit. I'm wearing <laughs> yeah. that and we're going to do a song about construction. <laughs> no, I don't think it has been. It should be. I like that. Yeah. I That's actually pretty modest. Yeah, I for think. those of you that can't see it, which is in, in fact all of you listening, there is there is I don't even know what you call that. Is that a shop? <laughs> is that a shop? It's <laughs> just, just, yeah, yeah. just hang little yeah. like tags off it and yeah, see what happens. Exactly right. People will come. <laughs> um well it's in like in the back of a studio. This is the yeah. ideal place for a little boutique. Um, <laughs> anyway, my point is there's a lot of costumes hanging up over there. So the 20th of March, 2011, you released Let's Learn. Yeah. Then three years later, on the 16th of March, 2014, you released Nursery Rhyme Album. <laughs> on the 18th of April that same year, you released Let's Move yeah. to the Music. And then on the 12th of October of that same year, you released Animal Zoo. Mm. It's a lot of stuff in a year and a big <laughs> gap in... <laughs> A, a really non-eventful year, considering what you're capable of. So, what yeah. happened? What what in 2014? What happened? Yeah, what happened yeah. in 2014? Was it just a collation of all your gear and went? Let's just get them out there. Yeah. And do you know what? To to be completely 
and utterly honest with you. Assuming you've been lying to me up until <laughs> no, now. <laughs> I've been 100% honest. My, I think my philosophy has been, um, and, and this is true, it's been family first for me. So I had... Um, you know, I had I had you know parents that worked really really hard. I had a mum that worked sixteen hours a day, pretty much every day. And I think growing up, that was my number one priority was that. And I always used to think to myself, when my kids come along, I'm going to be present. And it's so easy to get to have this dream and to have this passion and to go for it, but the amount of hours it takes to do it, you sometimes then turn around and go, oh my gosh, my kids, like they're growing up right before my eyes. So for me, as a, um, as a songwriter, I've always wanted to go, okay, so my kids are my absolute priority. I want to be present with my kids, but I still am so passionate about this. How do I do it? And that's just how it's kind of worked. Mm, Every mm. now and then it, it could. So I can imagine, I don't think there's any actual events that happened. I think it's just family life. I think also too. Being a, being a yeah. mum especially. Like, I mean, I don't even know how, how, how we all keep up with the, with the cleaning. Like, it's just <laughs> constant. It's like, I actually think it's also oh really nice. Gosh. It's a nice sort of little thing to have too. So when your kids are like in their later teens... And they're inevitably complaining that you don't care. You can go, I, I have yeah. a physical record of the three <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, I did yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then look what happened as soon as you were old enough. Yeah, exactly. Three albums in one year. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so you've got you've got that to fall back on. A lot of that material was already rewritten, yeah. though. A lot of that, I mean, that material is. I kind of got the sense it was a little bit yeah. like we've got all this stuff. Let's yeah, put we've it got all this stuff. It. Like, what are we? What are we going to do? We've got a we've got a block of time here. Let's let's do this. Mm. So yeah, but but I, it's, I think it's that really hits been, onto your point from before, yeah. which is you kind of asked the question about where do you want to? You know, do you always want to grow and do more things? And I think for Debbie and I, one of the biggest limitations is literally time. Um, and and I was working full time. Yeah, then so I was, so was I. But we need to yeah, make two full time. We need to make priorities clear in terms of what yeah. we can do and creating yeah. the videos we create, the workflow and the effort and the hours that go into them. It sometimes eats away at the available time you've got to do other things. Um, yeah. If you would ask the question, probably should we put more content online in terms of our songs? Because obviously Debbie's always creating. She's always mm. writing. Absolutely, but I guess I guess again, it's down to the uh, manpower that we have available, and the yeah, fact that we really manpower. have just done it ourselves. Mm. Um, in retrospect, you know, would you look back differently and maybe think, could you make different decisions? Absolutely, Probably. because there's a lot of material we could have done more with. Yeah. But you know, we are getting around now to focusing on that a lot more and yeah. making that far more of a priority. Well, the kids are older now. Yeah, the kids are older. We're yeah, and they, they and they're becoming independent. Mm. So even though now they still need you, but they don't need you as much. Yeah, but they're also at an age when they actually yeah, are starting to appreciate yeah. watching the yeah. success you're having. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't want to do that too young. Well, there is an age where yeah. I think you, the next level of guidance is going, I'm going to show you how to be committed to something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very, yeah. very yeah. true. Absolutely. So I won't be home till midnight. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know how to make toast. You'll be right. tidy by the time you walk in the door. So. Monkeys like trees, crabs like sand, worms like earth and sheep. They like land. Well, talking about the content, I mean, it, it must. You've sort of answered it, but it, it's a 
it, particularly in the, it's high turnover, yeah. I mean, do you mm. try to get how many videos do you try to get out a week? We would. Oh well, we're not. We're definitely not on a week. We we mm. really need to get back to. Obviously, we've got a lot of things um, coming up now with obviously live shows, mm. and we're we're signing up with some phenomenal management, which we're really excited about. As we mentioned yep. before signing with a record label which is exciting as well so we're starting so there's a big big step out of it's the, a big step yeah, we're getting yeah. people in now so i think yeah, it has been a bit sort of you know juggling full-time jobs juggling being a you know a mum. sometimes i used to say i used to say to christian oh why didn't i have this idea to do this before the kids but the kids were the reason for it the mm. kids were the inspiration i would mm. have never ever contemplated being able to do something like this without the kids yeah so. look, i also just think we tend to forget you know we work hard it doesn't yeah. matter what our job would be yeah you just happen to have a job that looks like you're having fun <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean so yeah, you're also exactly. trying to explain why you work 10 hours today yeah. when all you're doing is dressing up and dancing in front of a camera yeah. but if you spend 10 hours at the office yeah being a lawyer or something yeah. no one would question it yeah <laughs> Do you know exactly what I mean? right exactly. um so while preparing to be here today with you both um <laughs> i was having a quiet chuckle to myself when i reflected on how excited i was to learn that my clips had in excess of four thousand views that's actually really good ben. yeah it's, that's actually it's, really yep. good yeah Honestly, I'm, I'm being honest. Uh, no, and, and thank yeah. you. But I went away and had a moment and I cried for a bit. Then I came back <laughs> and then I thought to myself, do you remember what it was like when you hit your first millionth? Yes, I do. Yeah. I yeah. do. I do. And I just, for the record, like, yeah. I said first millionth. <laughs> I do. It was, yeah. it was an amazing feeling. And I think it was amazing for us too because, again, we kind of – we didn't, Fell into it. we didn't know the platform. Mm. And if I was to give any, you're probably going to ask that, what, what advice would you give any, any um, uh, upcoming um, uh, content creators is, is know the platform. Mm. We didn't know it. We, we were so juggling that we literally had the wrong tags. We had the wrong keywords. We didn't have, you know, yeah. we just, we didn't know exactly how the platform worked. So we literally just went let's film this this is feels good this is you know um let's put it on there i mean my first couple of videos there's no there's not even any scene changes no. there's no sea changes at all so literally you are staring at a at me just doing the pronounced hand actions with no scene changes so that shows you yeah, what it's it was exactly what teachers do yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I think it was born out of passion, you know. Yeah. Debbie just was, wanted to was... get her material out there and wanted a different outlet. So I think we yeah. didn't go into it thinking and I knew... algorithms or things. We went into it thinking, how can we share our content yeah, in the how... world? Exactly. And That's exactly fun. what we it did. It started as fun. There's a time for I was talking to Peter Coombe recently and we were discussing this idea that he was created when he started his career there was kind of no one around there was a couple of play school mm. artists that were out there and Patsy Bisco and but they'd 
predominantly had their own TV shows. Yeah. And he was talking great lengths, at great lengths about how he'd started <laughs> and... Um, and we were discussing this idea that they, they, there was just nothing. He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know how yeah. to do it. All he knew is he wanted to create it and he wanted yeah. to. And so he just was talking about handing out cassettes and yeah. and it just built up like this. And we're sort of jokingly kind of going, you know, you were, you were, the, you were the person that created yeah. this blueprint for us. He, um, he was a pioneer. He down. was. Yeah. But look, I... It's the same here. Like this is this is a new mm-hmm. way for all of us yeah. to connect. Yeah. And yeah. you're kind of this champion of this world and, and, <laughs> and creating this blueprint for what, you know, the, the others will come along and yeah. follow and, and watch how to do it. And I mean everything. I mean from the technical aspect, the presentation, the yeah. songs, all of it, yeah. how considered it is. Um, has... A bit of a tricky question, this one, because I kind of get the sense you you both are pretty clear on potentially what you're after. Yeah. But does this has this still exceeded your expectations, or do you feel the work you've put into it has more or less navigated where you are today? I think this the second it's navigated where we are today. Definitely. So you sort of knew where you were headed, and you just went, "This is what we've got to do. We've got to change this and change that." Yeah, I think so. And I think that the the journey has been one of learning. I mean, every single day that we're in this business, we're learning something new and we're growing from it as things change, as um, uh, children, new children come through and we get new feedback. I think all of it for us, I think we started way back at the beginning. A lot of people start with a solid business plan and a solid direction at the very beginning. But I think as we said before, when Debbie and I started... You had the internet. Yeah. I mean, this this was born out of music. I mean, the only way you can say this is is that uh, the thing that started this was the music. The love of singing and... And the music came first. And that kind of... Everything's grown on top of the music. And I think Mm. because of that, we have just gone with it. And I think it's testament to Debbie's music that... You know, even with the way that we've managed this business sometimes and the way that we've grown it without as much structure as we potentially could have, yeah. it's got to the point that it has. Um, yeah. So I think it's been the structure has come and the learnings have come over the years, yep. um, but it's definitely been a growth, mm. you know, a development process for us as yeah. individuals and as um, as creators. Yeah. yeah, but we didn't, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, it's really tricky, Benny. Like, it just makes me realise how we kind of just... I just kind of dived in. To be honest, like, there was no... Yeah, there was no business plan. There was no looking around at others. But but similar to the Peter Coombe thing, there was, yeah, yeah, what what, what are you going to write? Yeah. What are you basing it on? It just was like, you know, there was nothing like that, you know. And, And again, what I was saying before, sometimes I sit back and I go, oh, why didn't we do that? Why didn't we have this solid sort of, you know... but we Yeah. But you know, it, Why it, wasn't it, yeah, the wig like yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. What ifs? What ifs? Yeah. yeah, but we we feel good that we've just we've 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 done the best of what we could have done at mm. at yeah with yeah. everything going on. Yeah, just for the record, <laughs> you've, done, you've done all right. Yeah, because it's it's something that yeah we just haven't. We haven't, like Peter Coombe, we haven't gone and said, oh, okay, well, look, this is working. Let's just kind of go down this. Yeah, path. Debbie Do is really quite unique. 
That is one thing. No, totally. And that's kind of the point of the question. It's just very unique. Very organic. Very organic and very unique. And that's what we've had, you know, in in the past, you know, we've had companies come to us and say, right, we want to do this, we want to do this and this. And we haven't been ready for that yet Mm. because we feel that she still is... um, she needs to be protected. Yeah. Um, and, and not she exploited. She actually does. And not... Yeah. Yeah. And, and used for and what we've she had, is we've and had what those opportunities, I can tell you. So. And I think that goes back to what you were saying before about, you know, it has been a two-person show, mm. but I think it had... It, I mean, it, I get the sense it had to be. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but yeah. Yeah. the two people are... Uh, you know, in partnership via this, via family, via everything, yeah. and yeah. you can completely trust what the other person's doing, and you know you're both yeah. on the. Because I mean, it's it's it is your third child, yeah, it is, and um, it's a pretty strong one. Yeah. So you don't want to leave it in the hands exactly. of someone who's going to let it run be, on the street. Exactly, <laughs> and you've got to be really mindful. I mean, we had a, we had um, we had a, a, a thing happen a, a little while ago where someone came to us offering us big bucks for, for, for some of our staff. And then it kind of turned around that they, if we would have gone with them, they would have completely taken our whole company. That's how... Yeah, that's this, how, really? Yeah, that's how wow. the contract was. And luckily we're, we're pretty good with all that, aren't we? And we yeah. were just like... And our lawyer came back to us and said, well, if you would have signed on this dotted line, you would have lost it all. There's a man that I once saw He picked a rock up off the floor and he put it on his back how on earth did he do that i I genuinely really appreciate your time because as i said you this is this is pretty new stuff and you are doing it at least from where everyone else sits on the other side of the screen you are you you are doing it very well and very confidently <laughs> and, you know, with a lot of capabilities. So um, I appreciate you taking time. And it sounds like I got in just in time. Because next, <laughs> next time I ring up and ask, I might need to turn up with, you know, some money to, to, get, you get, to get your time. No way. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is Debbie there? It's like, yeah. this, is her, this is her bodyguard. Really? <laughs> what? Is it not even a manager? Nope. Oh. Um, so, Wait. yes, I, I do appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today and inviting me into your outrageous studio which I can't explain it's half of it's green and the other half's just outfits like literally um all right thank you so much for having me here today and thanks for filling me in on everything that's that's Thanks Debbie for making the effort to come and visit yeah. us down in pleasure 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 I feel like yeah. very excited it's yeah. nice to be able to um to talk and to talk to somebody who is um so regarded in their field anyway Benny you really are and also that you know so much you know more than me <laughs> if you ask me when those albums were released I'll be like um yeah, we were both scratching our heads yeah. there for a <laughs> If you'd like to know more about Debbie, then visit her website at www.debbydo.tv. And of course, for more parent time goodness, head along to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking people questions. Yeah.